power that whole and sick and weak and strong may praise you evermore. Good morning. Well, it is good to be here with you. I bring you greetings from Lutheran Hour Ministries. And if you don't know what that is, I have a short plug. I would like you to actually, well, actually just go to your bulletin insert where it says, from our community. I'm in two places at one time today. Um, If you see right on the top, Lutheran Hour, 8.50 a.m., KFUO, 12.30 and 5, you can listen three times. But this is your radio program. Since 1930, first one on radio, first on television, sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm the eighth Lutheran Hour speaker, and I hope there's another ten more to come. But it's all because of you, and this message is your message out there. There's 1,600 uh, stations now, and we're at over one million and change listening every Sunday morning. Christ to the nations, and the nations to the church. The only thing I want to share with you about that real quickly is I'd like you to start using it, not just devotionally, as a lot of you do. I love that you listen, but get it on your phone. Use it evangelistically. Get it on your neighbor's phone. Get it on your friend's phone. And you can listen to it anytime, anytime you want. And I do sermon series and stuff to try to reach out to those who don't know Jesus. And if that's on their phone and it's on your phone, they might say, hey, do you actually believe what that guy says? And then you can share your faith with one another. If you don't know how to get it on your phone, ask your grandkids, okay? It's called the Lutheran Hour app. Just go to your app store and type in Lutheran Hour, and it'll pop up. Put it on your phone. Listen anytime. God bless you. And now back to the text. Actually, all I have to do is say, listen to the puppets. That was a great message this morning, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the power of a thanksgiving life. I read again from our text. Jesus says, where are the other nine? Was no one to found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. In the name of Jesus, amen. Two men were walking through a field one day and they spotted an enraged bull and instantly they darted toward the fence and this storming bull started to chase them down. It was soon apparent to them that they were not going to escape. And terrified, one of the guys said to the other guy, put up a prayer, John, put up a prayer. We're, we're in for it. We're doomed. And he said, well, I've never, been, I've never prayed publicly. I've never prayed out loud. And he said, but you got to pray. We need prayer. And then he prayed the only prayer that he ever remembered his father praying out loud. He said this, oh, Lord, for what we are about to receive, make us truly thankful. I don't think he got the essence of that prayer right, do you? And in some sense, we don't get the essence of Thanksgiving right. We, We miss the whole point when it comes down to something like live a Thanksgiving life. Again, it's a Thanksgiving life in in response to great, great grace that only comes in Jesus Christ. Martin Luther taught it this way. He said, say this, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. He used to tell you to pray that before every meal. Do you remember? And then he went on to say this. There was more to the prayer. We shortened it a little bit, didn't we, in our houses. 
He said, he gives food to every creature, provides food for the cattle, the ravens. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Christians know that the power of a life of thanksgiving in all circumstances, by the way, is rooted in the fact that Jesus Christ is our healer. Jesus Christ is our savior and our salvation is sure and eternal in his name. There is a relationship between faith in Jesus Christ in all things and the power to live a life of thanksgiving each and every day. The people who know God in a personal way, and that's us, we know him by grace through faith, Uh, we know the power of a thanksgiving life in all things. You know, the lepers in our text, they cried out for mercy in their hopeless condition, but only one of them, only one of them understood it as something that was in relation to Jesus Christ for all things. All of them were healed, but one understood the healer as his Lord and Savior. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice, and he threw him at himself at Jesus' feet, and he thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. So the question for the day, for you and for me, is to ask that question, is there a sincere thankfulness in my heart for the, all the things that I have received from our Lord and Savior Jesus? Because that's the power. That's the power to live life not just to live a thanksgiving life. That's the power to live life in all of its fullness. That's the power to overcome obstacles in our life, all the things that come against us. That's the power to address them with thanksgiving in Christ in all things. And that's incredible. But that's what faith in Jesus Christ and thanksgiving to Jesus Christ, that's what it brings. So let me ask you, as I asked myself preparing this message, Is our life a testimony of thanksgiving to God? Well, not if your only concern is to enjoy all that you have on your own terms alone. Ten men met Jesus that day. Ten men called him master, and all ten were healed. All ten were healed. The scripture says, you know, his mercy goes out to all people. Uh, my father used to say this way, he, he, sends, he sends rain, sun upon the just and the unjust. That's just who God is. The tragedy is that we often refuse to acknowledge the fact that all this stuff comes from him. All of the blessings we have, even life itself is a gift. And I was just thinking about this other day, Google, internet, Facebook, food on our shelves, cars, phones, computers, wonder drugs, health, happiness, a full bank account. It must be all us, Right? It must be all our abilities and strengths. When did we uh, forget that this is all part of God's provision and God, part of God's providence? The first priority in all of our lives, for life itself, is to give thanks to the one who makes it all possible. All ten were healed, but only one came back and understood who the healer was for him as Lord and Savior. But I'm like you, we're often like the other nine. You know, I'm sure they were thankful. I'm sure they were glad that everything worked out okay. But they'd really missed the whole point 
even in their healing. So the principle in this text, if your only concern is to selfishly enjoy that which has been given to you, as if you alone have earned it, and as if you alone deserve it, you cannot know the joy of a thanksgiving life. This text speaks to the joy of the one. The one who understood his healing was from the Lord who loved him with an everlasting love. So who's going to give thanks to God today? Who has the power of a thanksgiving life? Those who receive the gifts of God as they are. Gifts of grace from his merciful hand. So again, the question, is our life a sincere testimony of thanksgiving to God. Well, it is. It is if we believe that God's treatment of us is pure gift and pure grace. I I love the picture. The Samaritan, he falls on his face in front of Jesus Christ. That's the posture of repentance. You know, he falls on his face and he's, it's again, it's one of these things, Lord, have mercy because I know I don't deserve anything from your hand. But look what you have given to me by grace through faith. Look. Because Jesus looks at him later and says, your faith heals you. I healed all of them. But you now have a faith relationship to me. But Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. He said it, yeah, but he meant it. The other nine said it, but I probably don't think they really understood what they were saying. If you think God's love for you is something that you deserve, you're never going to understand fully the joy of living a thanksgiving life. You know, contrast that Samaritan with so many today. He actually fell before the feet of Jesus Christ and he understood that it was all a gift by his gracious hand. You know, I meet a lot of folks today in my work and it's always interesting to me um, if everything is going right, well, actually it's the other way around. If everything is going wrong, what's God doing to me? You know, they'll say it like that. How come he's doing this to me? How come he's doing that to me? But when everything's going right, they never say, what's God doing to me? It's, look what I accomplished. Look what I was able to do with my hands. Well, the minute you can deal with God by saying, Lord, what are you doing in my life in all things? Then you'll understand how truly you're loved and the power of thanksgiving is unleashed in your life. That's why I think Jesus looks at him and says, hey, where are the other nine? Is there only one of these guys to come back and say, thank you to me for all that I am to him? Go. Your faith has made you well. And I I always like to think of it this way. And Jesus was saying to him, and look, I'm never going to let you down. So you really got it. Wow. So does anybody bother to give thanks today? Does anyone have the power of thanksgiving life today? Yes. Those who put their faith in Jesus Christ and those who know that their life is a gift from God in him, you have the power of a thanksgiving life. Because faith in Jesus Christ, it literally forgives sins. It literally gives life. It literally opens up an eternal future for you. That's the power of a thanksgiving life that is rooted in him. You know, in the ancient world, leprosy was the great equalizer. It didn't matter if you were rich. It didn't matter if you were poor. If you had leprosy, you were an outcast. Well, sin is the great equalizer today, too. It always has been. I don't care what family you're part of. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what influence you have in this world. If you are a sinner, and we all are, we all stand judged before the throne of God. 
only grace and mercy and peace in Jesus counts. And he offers it to all people as a gift. This text says that Jesus is the one who gives faith to sinners. This text says that Jesus is the one who gives healing to lepers. It is Jesus who grants forgiveness on the cross. You know, we confess in this church, in fact, just a few minutes ago, in every service, we always talk about, I'm a poor, miserable sinner, and then we hear this great good news of a greater confession, that Jesus is greater than our sins. Jesus is greater than our guilt. The cross is greater. The resurrection is greater. And now we get to live our life in him forever with thanks. That's who Christ is for you. That is who Christ is for me. Confessing, receiving, and living in that faith is the power of a thanksgiving life. G.K. Chesterton, I don't know if you know who that guy is, but if you ever can get a book by Chesterton, you ought to. He was a newspaper guy, and you know how newspaper guys are. They're, they're witty. You know, they usually have a good way of turning a phrase. But for the longest time, he was an attack dog against the church. He really didn't like the church. And at the end of his life, he turned. And so now suddenly that acerbic wit was you know, on our side. And so read some of the stuff he talks about. And at the very end of his life, you know, he had written all these voluminous things. And someone said, try to, you know, uh, summarize it down. What's the, the one thing that you could say that really makes life worth living? And this is what he said. This man of words, he concluded that, that the difference in living, the, the, the joy of life is the difference of knowing uh, those people who took things for granted and those people who actually lived life with thanksgiving. That's it. That's the difference. And if Christians can say anything, we know the difference because we know the one who makes the difference, Jesus Christ. That's the power to live life boldly. That's the power to take on whatever's against you. That's the power of thanksgiving when it is rooted in a faith relationship with Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the one who says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Jesus is the one that says the struggle you're going through, it's not going to last. And Jesus is the one who says the joy even that you experience, it's just a taste of the joy that will last forever. You know, Norman Vincent Peale talked about the power of a thanksgiving life. He told this story. It was a man named William Steiger who was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And so he comes to this guy and he's talking through this. He doesn't know how to get out of it. And and Peel says this. Um, He said a friend of his came up to him and said, to avoid this breakdown, why don't you practice the attitude of gratitude? He said, why don't you just write a letter to somebody and say thank you for what they've done for you? Have you ever done anything like that? He goes, no, I'm not in the business of saying thank you to folks. He said, well, why don't you start? So he wrote this letter to a a teacher that he had in his life. And and he said this. um, You know, he just talked about he thanked uh, her for all the things she had done to him and, and, and all the blessings that she had given to him when he probably didn't deserve it. And then Steiger got this letter back. Here it comes. A few days later, his teacher wrote back, and you could see it was with a trembling hand, and she said this, Dear Willie, (laughs) that's how she remembered him, Dear Willie, when I think back over all the children I've taught in my lifetime, you're the only one who ever wrote to thank me for what I did as a teacher. You make me so happy. I have read your letter through my tears. 
over and over and over again. I have it by my bedside. I read it every night. I shall cherish your letter to the day I die. That moved him. That actually moved him, and he thought, wow, that's the power of thanksgiving. And so he went down and he wrote 500 more letters. He started thinking of all the people that had changed his life, that had blessed his life. And he, he said, I, had to, I couldn't stop until I had thanked them all. That whole process of thanksgiving, 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 it literally transformed his life. Now, I guess when I heard that story, and I can see the power even in that story, that's just in generally being thankful. That's the power of general thanksgiving. You know more than that. Yours is not a general thanksgiving. Yours is not, well, I hope people accept this. Yours is, I have a Lord and Savior who loves me with an eternal love, who actually comes to me in words and water and bread and wine and says, I love you. You're mine. Our thanksgiving is in Jesus Christ. It's even more specific. It's even more sure. That's the power of this text, and that's what Christ wants for you. So I'm going to go through this at the very end. We'll do a little litany here. I want us to pray that prayer together as a refrain. And I'll read a verse, and then I want you to just say the refrain with me. Ready? Let's say it together. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For his mercy endures forever. Ready? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. When my job is good or when there's struggle at work, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. When I feel good about myself and appearance, when I don't feel so good about that, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. When I feel like I've made it in life or when I feel like I'm still struggling up that hill, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. When there's peace in my family, when there's joy in my family, or when there's strife, you're still there. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, endures forever. When I feel like I'm making a difference in somebody's life, in the issues of the day, or when things seem so out of control, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, mercy endures Oh, give thanks unto the Lord in the good times and in the bad times because you are blessed in Jesus' name. That's the message of a Samaritan one day who looked to Jesus for more than a healing. He looked to Jesus for everything. By faith, you have a resource for thanksgiving that never, ever ends. Trust him on this. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. It's great to be with you.